Again, it's uh, New Year's Day, so thank you very much, all of you who came out this morning. It's great to see you and see your faces here this morning. As I mentioned a little earlier, um, last uh, Sunday was Christmas Day, and uh, the elders had ordered um, before that, at our last elders meeting, that, okay, Glenn, you're going to take Christmas Day off, and also New Year's Day off, but I am standing here, but I'm technically off, uh, and we're going to look after things, and... Uh, so I don't know how many of you were here on Christmas Day last week. Um, so it's just one of those things. Christmas Day, we haven't had a Christmas that falls on a Sunday, a Lord's Day before for a long time. And, um, you know, we were thinking, well, should we hold a service? Will anybody actually come out? And uh, relatively speaking, the, the, the place was, was packed with people. And we, a lot of people had uh, pajamas on, especially the kids and stuff. And I just want to thank uh, uh, Kevin and Joe, uh, pardon me, uh, Gavin and Kevin, and Nick, and Rudy, and others who came out on that day to help lead it out, it was pretty exciting. It was fun. And it really was. And so I just want to encourage you that uh, after it was all said and done, a number of us were looking at each other going, "Uh uh-oh, I think we just started another tradition at the Rock Church. (laughs) Regardless of whether it's a Sunday, if it's Christmas Day, right? Some of you are going, I don't know. Right. So yeah, today's New Year's Day, and uh, so we thought, you know, uh, yes, how many uh, revelers who might enjoy Christmas Eve will actually come out on Christmas, uh, on New Year's Day, so you all, again, are going to get a star today before you leave, uh, which is awesome. And so the thought was, is um, I'll get into something a little bit later about what we would normally do on the first Sunday of the new year as a church tradition, but this year we thought we would try something a little different. Uh, we've done gospel stories before. Uh, throughout the year, and uh, really wanted to just leave a, an opportunity. There is a microphone right here beside me, and it is, it is live. And so we just want to encourage anyone who's here this morning um, to come up and share a word with our church family. And uh, you can, whatever you'd like to talk about is fine, um, but I'd like to encourage you to focus on uh, this past year, and specifically focusing on um, how your faith and walk with Christ has been encouraged um, or challenged uh, in whatever ways that you want to share a testimony with your church family this morning. Um, loved what, what Nick led out earlier. That psalm was like, that was lovely to read that together, especially at the beginning of a new year. Just praise his name, praise him, praise him. So even, even if the short word that you want to praise him uh, this morning, please do that and take an opportunity to share with uh, this body here, but also with our body that might be watching online, um, something from your heart about what God has done in your life in the past 12 months, um, in your home, your family, your personal walk with him, in, in your church, whatever it might be, okay? So I'm going to, it's going to be this awkward moment of silence. I'm going to walk off stage and uh, leave the microphone actually here right on the, um, uh, the music stand right beside my Bible, and uh, please come on up and take the mic and hold it as close to your lips as you possibly can, and uh, yeah, share what's on your heart with us this morning. Good morning. Hi, I'm Jean. For you guys who don't know me. Um, I'll just get up here and share while I still have a moment without interruption from the hospital or toddlers. So let me use my my uh, opportunity. Yeah, I just wanted to share about um, a scripture that's meant a lot for me in the last few months. 
Um, last year, like 2022, was one of the most difficult years for me in my life. Like I must say, it was a challenging time in many levels, um, different things um, in, in, in my workplace, in my family life, sickness and moving and, yeah, direction that's unclear. Um, lots of different things that has been hard for me. And um, I have found that it's interesting how God has sustained me through um, sort of looking at sort of seasons in life. Like there's different times when there's opportunity to to grow, um, to invest in your relationship with him. And I'm sort of in the midst of little kids. And sometimes there's limited time for that or limited opportunity to have personal time with him in the way that I've I've liked. But I was also found that God has been faithful, that he also says, you know, like you will um, bear fruit in all seasons. And sometimes I have the opportunity to, I've found that I've had the opportunity to, to rely on previous seasons where I could really pour into my spiritual growth. And God has been able to sustain me um, through through these difficult things. Um, and I've also, I've also listened to a book called Resilience of John Eldridge, and it's been really helpful for me as well to like reflect on how do I stay resilient in difficult times or difficult circumstances. Um, and the natural inclination sometimes is for me to just sort of grab hold to self-help fixes or difficult, different things that people might advise or even worldly advice or friends that advise you on certain things. But in the end... Um, you know, to go back to God's word and and what He says, and um, going going into that quiet place with Him, um, to gain your strength from that that place, that that secret place with Him. Um, yeah, and that's just something that I've realized again, <laughs> again and again, but definitely last year, again that that's the place where I should turn to. So I just wanted to share the scripture with you. It's Ephesians three verse fourteen to twenty one. Prayer for spiritual strength. For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all the generations forever and forever. Amen. Yeah, so this is just my prayer for you as well in the new year to... to, uh, to, to believe this prayer and to meditate on it. And yeah, it's something that I'm still also um, trying to walk, walk out as I do my, my daily thing. Right. morning happy new year i'm just going to share a quick story about the way god's kind of provided for us this this year um yeah we kind of had a you know a wild year where we we did a lot but a few different times throughout the year um one for one example we we were booking this trip to go to australia to go see our old ywam base and see my family and all this 
and basically we were coming up to the trip and I was um, like, we can't afford this. Basically, we're going to have to dip into, you know, save, like savings and figure out a way to go into austerity when we get back and all sorts of stuff. And then the day we're leaving, my boss texts me and says, we're giving you, you know, a, a very large raise all of a sudden because of I- inflation. And that's one example. But throughout this whole year, every time we've gotten to a place or I felt like we got into a place where we're like, okay, we're going to have to go into austerity or we're going to have to budget or whatever. God's just provided for us in like a new way. Like Jen got money from the the government, the U.S. government all of a sudden, right when I was like, okay, we're going to have to pay interest on our credit card. And then we, and just like so many times. And I think, I mean, I didn't really summarize that well, but basically this year has been an incredible year. 2022 has been a really good year for uh, God providing for us just like really randomly um, and without us ever having to like, like go into savings or anything, just being able to continue to be, um, do what we want, which has just been amazing. And so I just wanted to encourage like God is a provider and it's, uh, I, I, I manage our finances and my, and our, between Jen and I, and I get anxiety about it all the time. I'm like, okay, like we can't do that, you know, constantly telling, um, we have to reduce our grocery bill and all that. But then just like monthly God reminds us, like, he's like, actually I provide for you. You don't need to, you don't need to worry about that. Um, so I just wanted to share that and encourage you guys, you know, if we're, um, if you've got that same anxiety that I do about household. Yeah. Thank you. So we wanted to, uh, I think, just share some of our journey um, uh, to acknowledge and, and give praise to God for what he has done and is doing uh, in our lives uh, day by day, uh, not because we are anything special. We're not. It's to his glory and his honor that uh, um, we uh, are here uh, today. Um, we are so thankful. Um, just, I guess, wanted to just share our, a bit of our story. Um, I'll, I'll let Pat go first, and she can tell you a little, and then I'll fill in my side because they kind of happened separately uh, or started separately, and uh, so I'll let her share first. So um, we got married this summer, and uh, it's my first time getting married. And it was like, whoa, God. Um, When he called me to have coffee, I was like a deer in headlights. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, I was so scared. God had been working in my heart, though. I knew there was change coming in my life. And when that happened, I'm like, whoa. (laughs) I wasn't, uh, yeah, I was scared. Anyway, um, but God has been good. Um, I didn't quite know where to take it from here, but I just, I, I wasn't expecting that. And yet, deep down inside, yes, I knew it was something, a desire of my heart. And those were things that I had to give up in my life as along, especially, you know, when I was turning 30 and 40, and I'm like, 
I'm not getting married. Like, you know, that kind of thing. And you start wondering. But I just kept coming back to God and just saying, God, I give you my life. I trust you with my life. I trust you with what you're doing. And I guess I just kind of think of that for a minute. There might be some people here. You're wondering, God, what are you doing in my life? What's, you know, things aren't coming across what you had planned in your life. And I always thought that I would get married when I was in my early 20s and have a family. It didn't turn out like that. But holding things loosely in my life before him has been so much better. He's got such better plans. So neither of us were looking for a partner. Uh, when uh, Norma passed away uh, three years ago, I um, uh, went through the, as uh, some of you can relate to perhaps, uh, that, that journey of, of grief, and it's painful. But I always knew that God's plan is perfect. I didn't understand it. I didn't know why. Um, somebody said to me once, why is not the right question. Um, but as I was able to, to submit to him and to his plan, um, God uh, continued that, that healing process. And uh, we've shared this with some of you. Um, uh, Pat and I knew each other. Uh, Pat knew uh, my first wife, Norma. But we weren't friends. We didn't uh, um, uh, run in the same friend group uh, or anything like that. Um, but uh, about a year ago, spring, in spring of 2021, the um, name of Pat's name kept coming to my mind and did so for weeks and months before I actually got back to Ontario and gave her a call. Uh, I needed to see what this was was all about. And uh, so um, uh, the rest, as far as our relationship is concerned, is, is history. But I, I will say this. I think what we've learned is what's really important is submit ourselves to Jesus, first and foremost. Um, again, we don't understand. We don't know why things happen the way they do at times. But he is more than enough for our needs. Um, Pat's been through, Pat had a house uh, that she's had for 27 years. She had a lot of stuff. Uh, and it was painful for her to let this go, uh, let a lot of the stuff go. Uh, she still brought a lot of stuff too, mind you. Um, but. I think what we found is that God is, and Jesus is more than enough uh, in our lives. Um, that um, uh, found that praise and worship uh, is a key, a key element in, in our lives on a daily basis, uh, not just here on Sundays, uh, because that is what um, a part of what brings healing. Part of what uh, allows us to to connect and walk with Jesus on a daily basis, um, God gives gifts to us every day. Um, if we stop and look, if we begin to with gratitude thank God for all the good things in our lives, um, count them. There's an old hymn: "Count your many blessings, see what God has done." 
And there's many, many ways that we can be grateful every day for the blessings God has given us. And I guess the other thing is that God never, ever leaves us. That's true. He never leaves us or forsakes us. He's with us all the time, everywhere. So we're just grateful for what God has done and what he's going to do in 2023, day by day, as we walk forward. Bless you guys. Morning, everyone. <laughs> it's really good to be here this morning. Morning, Nick. <laughs> I wasn't planning on sharing something, but um, there is a a psalm that God has um, definitely been uh, speaking to me uh, in the last couple of months, and uh, yeah, that I just felt. I either felt it could be a great sermon, but I think like this morning, it's an opportunity just to share also uh, from it how I just, when I read this psalm or when I read it um, in its fullness, just um, describes kind of like what the last year has been like for me. And um, yeah, it's out of Psalm 73. Um, it says, that God is my strength and portion forever. A psalm of Asaph. Truly God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For they have no pangs until death. Their bodies are fat and sleek. They are not in trouble as others are. They are not stricken like the rest of mankind. Therefore pride is their necklace. Violence covers them as a garment. Their eyes swell with uh, their eyes swell out through fatness. Their hearts overflow with follies. They scoff and speak with malice. Loftily they threaten oppression. They set their mouths against the heavens, and their tongue struts through the earth. Therefore his people turn back to them. And find no fault in them. And they say, how can God know? Is there knowledge in the most high? Behold, these are the wicked, always at ease. They increase in riches. All in vain have I kept my heart clean and washed my hands in innocence. For all the day, all the day long I have been stricken and rebuked every morning. If I had said I will speak thus... I would have betrayed the generation of your children. But when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task, until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I discerned their end. Truly, you set them in a slippery place. You make them fall to ruin. How they are destroyed in a moment, swept away utterly by terrors. 
Like a dream when one awakes, O Lord, when you rouse yourself, you despise them as phantoms. When my soul was embittered, when I was uh, pricked in heart, I was brutish and ignorant. I was like a beast toward you. Nevertheless, I'm continually with you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel. And afterward, you will receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who are far from you shall perish. You put an end to everyone who is unfaithful to you. But for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. Yeah, and um, I think the psalm just talks a lot about how, uh, especially at the start when the writer writes, as for me, my foot had almost slipped, I'd almost stumbled, and we know that all of us stumble in many ways, but specifically uh, this last year and in the last couple of months, yeah, it was kind of like uh, how I've reflected back on that, how... I totally relate to that where it's, you know, as for me, my, my foot had almost slipped and I'd stumbled in certain ways. And that coming as a result of perhaps, yeah, taking my eye off uh, of Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And instead, kind of like that, you, you look at almost at the world or you look at others and it seems like, hey, the way that they are doing things seems like it's working. You know, they, they're not struggling as we are. They don't have to struggle with a conscience or, um, you know, having to give an account of, of sins even. And, um, and how that leads you into a place of where, you know, you try and, and work things out the whole time uh, out of your own understanding and kind of like just trying to find a way out of trouble or for the future and, and all the more leading to more ang- anxiety. But uh, what is so amazing about, again, this morning and gathering, and the same as last week, um, you know, John and I have been away the last month, and we haven't been with God's people, really, because we've been traveling. Uh, we haven't been engaged in even online sermons or uh uh, sorry, online, yeah, tuning in with, with Facebook and, and our services. But as soon as you take yourself away from that, it feels like your decision-making and, and the things that you feel and the way that you're thinking life is going is a certain way until you come into God's sanctuary. And so when Asaph says this... Um, Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I discerned their end. In verse 17, I feel like this morning again, you know, Jean and I were talking this morning and our hearts are kind of like heavy about certain things. But then when I gather here and I'm with God's people and in God's presence, then it feels like it feels like that heaviness is just it lifts off uh, and it feels as if. You know, God just immediately gives you 
eyes again to see in faith and to walk in faith for what is lying ahead. And yeah, I just wanted to share that this morning. Um, it is really good to be with God's people. It is when we do gather with God's people and allow God to speak through his people, through his spirit, that we are able to hear clearly and to see better what he, you know, what he is, is doing. Um, apart from being with his people, uh, you're basically just left to your own devices, and it's it's tricky. It's it's uh, you gotta you gotta watch out for that. So I'm very thankful for that. Uh, I just want to encourage each and every one of you this morning. Um, Jean and I are very thankful, very thankful towards Glenn and uh, Janice and Kevin and everyone else um, who has been speaking into our lives in this season and for the time that we have had to to break away and uh, yeah and just to recover and still recovering and relying on God to to show us the way forward so we we love this church we love everyone here um, it's good to be back it's hard to be back um, I'm going to be honest when I say that it's hard to to come back from sunny South Africa and having been with family but it's great to be here with with uh, our blood-bought family, as Glenn always says. So, yeah, that's all I have for you. Thank you, Rudy. And uh, others, we have, we have maybe time for one more, if anyone else would like to share this morning. I have a short word I'd like to leave with you to encourage this morning before we do communion this morning, uh, and then we'll close with worship. So if anyone else uh, would like to speak, uh, I will step aside and leave the mic for you. I wasn't planning to be up here again, (laughs) Um, but I am, yeah. I just, um, I I have a couple thoughts. Just what God is really teaching me, again. I like control. I like my ducks in a row, and I want them to quack when I want them to quack. And God's been just really teaching me to hold things loosely, just to add on about, I did bring a lot of things with me. I had a lot of things. I like things. <laughs> he Just to hold things loosely in my hands. Hold them before him. And that's what he's just really showing me. And then I go through uh, kind of like a, a trial or something, and then I let it go, and I think, oh, good, yes, I've learned it. And then there's something else again. And, um, yeah, that's what he's just showing me. Holding things loosely before him. The other thing is Christmas morning when I was here, it was one of the best Christmases I've had. Not just because it's my first one with Kevin that we shared. There was something very special here. And I just want to say, you are my church family. I loved my church family back home. Very attached to it. It was hard to move here. But you know what? There's something special here. You guys, there is something very special here. 
at the rock. This is family. We are family together. And uh, I just want you to, to know that from welcoming, you know, a, <laughs> a newbie. Um, yeah, just love you guys. And I'm looking forward to getting to know you guys more and more. Yeah, anyway. Oh, all right. <laughs> Shoot. I hear from me all the time. Um, I wanted to, you know, give as much opportunity for anyone else to get up here. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, as I think about this past year and what God has been um, doing, uh, or for me, really s- speaking to me, uh, it's cool because it, I feel like it actually really, like, slots into 2022, um, something started uh, early in 2022, um, really with uh, Glenn's series on Romans 8. Um, and that is uh, kind of generally just how, how much I need to depend on, on God um, and, and go to him to be the source of life in my life. Um, uh, so I'm going to read, uh, from Psalm one, because for me, it's, it's really, it's revolved a lot for me around reading this, um, that me going to God this year and, um, and trying to make a really disciplined practice of doing that daily, um, and going to him in his word. So from Psalm one, it just says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Um, What was I going to say? Yeah, for me, I I grew up in the church. Um, I don't remember a time in my life where God wasn't a part of my life. Um, and growing up in that, um, the idea of like having to read my Bible every day was something that was like talked about. And but it's it's hard as an adult now. I've found to to not see that as this sort of legalistic thing that I have to like a box that I've got to tick off every day, um, and that kind of makes it feel really like cold, right? And it's hard to really get in there and enjoy it and feel like I'm getting something from it. Um, And so God, yeah, this year has really just kind of flipped something for me or is starting to. I feel like it wasn't a 
wasn't a light bulb moment. So as much as like this, this light is like slowly flickering and getting brighter throughout the year. Um, but, uh, but in Romans 8, when it talks about um, walking in the spirit and setting your mind on the spirit instead of things of the flesh, um, it, uh, that really started something in me to just see how God really is the source of life. Um, and I can't even set, like, I, I need to, to take, like, that sort of spiritual life, but my, like, like, all of life integrated, right? God is the source of all of that. And when I'm not going to him to receive that life from him, how can I expect to live a full life? Um, and that was, that resonated again as, as we preached through, um, the Sermon on the Mount and just that flourishing life and what that looks like. Um, and then throughout the year I was, I was following along this year with, uh, some resources on the Torah and reading through from Genesis through Deuteronomy and, and spent the year doing that. And it was so, so cool to see things in that that I hadn't seen before, um, and so I just also want to quickly read um, from Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 32. Um, Moses, this is kind of like his last send-off. He has this, this song um, where he's really warning Israel um, what life looks like if you don't, um, if you don't live by God's, God's law, God's way. Uh, and so after this song, it says, when Moses had finished speaking all these words to all Israel, he said to them, take to heart all the words by which I'm warning you today, that you may command them to your children, that they may be careful to do all the words of this law. For it is no empty word for you, but your very life. And by this word, you shall live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to possess. Um, yeah, the God going to God for that sort of daily whatever you want to call it. Um, this is this is life, not just not just some sort of like healthy practice to make our spiritual life feel better, but it's like life is nothing without that spiritual life, um, and we need to see see it that way. And God's been showing me that, um, and really making this come come more alive because of it. Yes, sir. Hi, everybody. Um, I wasn't going to say anything, and then I thought I might as well. <laughs> and my wife would kill me if she saw me in my outfit. Uh, I was putting the dogs out, and I thought I better get to church. Um. My journey here was quite a bit different than many. Um, This is not where I wanted to come, nor did I even acknowledge. Um, And in fact, scorned people that came, went to churches and what have you. They were different. Uh, And then I was given grace. And... uh, because I sure didn't deserve it. But my eyes were opened uh, a few years back, and that's been quite the journey since then. 
Um, God doesn't come in unless unless he's asked. Uh, you can lead your life of like I did of self will and uh, self choices based on a whole variety of other reasons besides godliness and uh, in the end it's empty there's nothing there and uh, I know that because I stood at that edge and looked at the pit and uh, man oh man am I a lucky guy uh, many of my comrades didn't make it uh, and that's the fellows that work with me in our insane industry uh, and where the whole culture was skewed and and it functioned in the reality of what it did for making the industry go, but man, did it harm a lot of people. And I look at that, and uh, I look at many things now as I get older, uh, and, and I have this kind of honest realization of, of what's going on, and it's not me. It's not me that's doing the thinking, trust me. Um, there's uh, something that's touching me, and uh, it's because I, I pray for guidance every day. I don't pray for anything else. That's it. Just guidance. Um, just do the next right thing, Greg, so that I can go to sleep at night and say that I had a pretty good day. Um, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I'm not even going to try to get funny because it's, it's a little bit funny, but uh, Greg running the show isn't so good sometimes. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, anybody that wants to check that out, read my blog on Facebook. Uh, Anyhow, this, Glenn is, uh, and I'm not blowing smoke at him, um, he's just, there's something genuine about him and Janice. And the first time I came here, one of my fellow loggers because, like, for us, the winter time was the worst because we were down for snow. And when we were down for snow, it was time to play, right? And uh, our playing wasn't overly healthy. And one of my uh, friends from the industry said, hey, I go to the Rock Church. It's pretty cool. And I thought, if he's saying that, maybe there's something there. I'll, I'll go and have a look. And I felt like a deer in the headlights in here. I felt completely out of place. I shuffled in and sat in the back because my knee, left knee was shot. And I thought, okay, I did that. I'll never be doing that again as I was heading out the door. Singing, I can't sing, right? And uh, at that time, I couldn't even stand. And Janice followed me out into the street, and it was snowing. I remember it. And she said, are you coming back? And I couldn't say no. <laughs> so anyhow, here I am. Ooh. <laughs>
I don't know. I can't follow that. Well, I'm going to try something. Um, Time is moving on. Uh, I didn't uh, plan or wasn't supposed to really speak too much today. I just want to thank everybody who did share. Um, I think it's true to say that uh, Kevin and Pat are really cute, aren't they? Really cute. So thank you, all of you, for sharing. Thank you, Greg. A couple of days ago, I met with, I think, the fellow who told you to come on and check out the Rock Church. Uh, Next Friday, I will be marrying, legally, him and his 16-year partner and wife. And uh, (laughs) baptized a number of people in the past 13, 14 years. But my brother Greg here and James Andrew are two that I'm going to take with me when we leave here one day as two of my favorite dunks. <laughs> it was hard getting you back out of the water, buddy. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I think it was the bum knee. Hey, listen, I just want to share one thing with you before uh, we go to communion this morning. Um, and again, I just feel like the Lord put this on my heart. Uh, every year that we do this, so the tradition is, is that I'll do a resolution sermon. And in that resolution sermon, it's about, you know, looking back at the year past and highlighting all of the amazing, wonderful things that have happened in our church. And it's always been great to do that. And then, you know, dreaming forward. And again, if any of you know me, like I'm, that, I'm that, that's, that's me. Like I just, I want to dream forward. I want to cast vision and look ahead and move forward as a church. And um, yeah, so this year we, we don't have time for that. And that's good. Um, I'll be honest with you, as I look back on 2022 personally, um, I felt that this was a really difficult year for a lot of reasons. This place closed uh, as a ministry center, as a cafe, and a lot of other things. But again, we had a dinner last night with Kevin and Pat and a few others, and you know, like again, you look back and it's like, hold on. <laughs> God has done some amazing things, constantly doing amazing things in people's lives. And so I'm grateful for Kevin and Pat and the other elders and also my wife, obviously. She's uh, the one that's always coaxing me out of the fetal position on the couch and saying, come on, you can do this. We can do this. And uh, so I just want to share this with you this morning because it's the one thing that I I come back to a lot um, myself. I just want to encourage you in 2023 with these words um, from the Apostle Paul, because I look at this guy, and if, 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 if I was going to be a, uh, a Christian motivational speaker, I would quote this guy, <laughs> and particularly these verses from Romans 12, uh, verses 1 and 2. He starts off with, I appeal to you. Therefore, I love the King James's, I beseech thee. <laughs> and this is Glenn, I, I just, I'm begging you. I'm begging us in 2023. Therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So yeah, first and foremost, if if you're in Christ, you're blood-bought. Our lives are no longer ours. They're his. There's no other life but the life that we have in Christ. And so Paul's just appealing to just the, the natural thing, which is like, well, well give it up. 
Give up your whole life for him. And in and, and, and every moment of every day, that's your spiritual worship. And then he says this. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. How? By the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And so I don't think Nick knew what I was going to do, but I want to thank Nick for leading appropriately into it. But guys, as I look forward into 2023, um, Kevin and I and others have been praying about this and talking about this. Um, it, it goes back to one of the, the wishes that I had way, way, way back when we planted the church. And that was that, you know, besides fulfilling the mission that Jesus has given to us, which is to make disciples who make disciples, that we would be people of the word. That we would be people who would be of this book. So, Last Friday, I posted for the first time in our e-newsletter for a few years something called the, uh, what's, let's see this, uh, if you wouldn't mind, Lydia, the Life Journal screen. There you go, Life Journal, reading through the Bible in one year. And I love the way Nick put it. It's like, because I remember many years ago, we started off, it was great. We got the booklets, the journals, people were reading, and then you get to like the second or the third month, and then you fall behind, and people are like, oh, this is too much. I can't do it. I can't do it. So no show of hands, we don't want to do that. But you know, I would ask you to ask yourself, like, have you read this? Like from cover to cover? Have you read it? Have you read it recently from cover to cover? I really want to implore you, encourage, encourage you, church, to do that this year. And so we put it in the e-newsletter. Uh, you can go on our website, menu at the top, next steps, Life Journal 2023, and you can get information on how to participate in that with us. Today is January 1st. The readings on the app, which you can download, the Bible app, it's the Uversion Bible app. You can look for Life Journal plan and you can find it. You can subscribe to it. You can join my group and you can read with me throughout the year and we can leave comments and so forth with each other. Today's reading uh, on the first day of the year is Genesis. We'll put it up on screen here for you. Genesis 1. Genesis 2 and Luke 1. I was going to read it for you this morning, but I wanted to give the mic to the rest of you. Guess how long that took me to read slowly the other day when I timed myself? 15 minutes and 37 seconds. Oh, man, that's a lot of time, isn't it? That's really hard. I scroll social media three times that amount of time every day. Okay, that's my confession. I'm sorry. I'm repenting of it. On the app, it asks you to journal this. It says, talk it over at the end. And when you click on talk it over, it says, based on today's reading, what is one thing God is saying to you? I also like to do journal this. What one verse stood out to you? So I want to encourage you, church, uh, those of you who are here watching online and the rest of our church body, we'll keep bringing it up. Read through the Bible with us this year. Let's go through the book of the Bible. And the best thing about the life journal plan is, is this. If you fall behind, don't worry. Don't try to catch up. If you fall behind three or four days, just go to the day that you're to be reading and just keep going from there. And what happens is it's interesting. If you do this faithfully for a couple of years, well, you'll end up reading the passages that you missed the next year. So it's a remarkable thing. I want to encourage you to think about that as a church 
that we become people of the word, that we spend our time in this book together and we get through it. Now, if you have another plan you think is a better plan, fine. That's great. There are a lot of them out there. This Life Journal plan is something that our church planning network and another number of men and women that I know have been doing for years and years and years, and it's a good plan. So I want to leave you with that and encourage you to think about that uh, this year, to pick up your Bible and read it, 15 to 20 minutes, spend 10 to 15 minutes journaling something. You can actually order their booklet and follow their journal. You can buy a little journal from across the street at Garibaldi Graphics, free plug, you're welcome, and, and just write down in that journal on your own. Or you can use the app to write in something and share it with the rest of us who are following through it. I think you'll be amazed. I remember one time, the last thing I'll mention on that is we were up at Whistler for a conference with our church planning network, and we, our pattern was on every morning to come downstairs together, men and women sit around the round tables, and we would do our journals together. We would all read quietly, right? And then we would do the sharing. And it would be like, okay, what one verse stood out to you? And I, I, I kept thinking, like, okay, this is fixed. Because on several occasions... One church planter or his wife or someone else would say, and we're talking 60, 70 verses maybe, right? And they would say that verse. And I'd be going, that's the one that stood out to me. And then someone else would say, me too. Yeah, the Holy Spirit does some interesting things. So I'm going to encourage you with that this morning. We're going to go to communion. I'll ask Nick and, the, and Jolene to come on up and uh, going to lead us in, in worship and ask Kevin to help me serve on this side. Let's, uh, let's go to communion this morning with, like, I think we should be going to communion with very, very thankful hearts. Um, God has given us a new year. <laughs> it's another opportunity to uh, uh, serve him, love one another in this church, um, and together, vision together, how we can make Jesus known in Squamish in 2023. So that's my prayer for you. We're going to uh, hand out uh, the elements. I'll, I'll stand on this side, Kevin on that side. Most of you who are here, you know the, you know the drill. Um, come up and take a piece of uh, bread and a cup of juice and return to your seats and wait together. And we'll, uh, we'll break bread together this morning. So let's do that. <laughs>